Welcome to We're Watching What, or in the case of today, we're interviewing who? I'm Dana, your host, also known as the DHK, and the who for today is David Arquette. And you might know David Arquette from his role in Scream, or for me, I know him from his role in Never Been Kissed. He comes from a huge acting family. All of his siblings are somehow involved in show business. Rosanna, Richmond, Patricia, and Alexis Arquette. His grandfather was Cliff Arquette. And for me, the strange thing is, is David Arquette never fell out of the cultural zeitgeist for me, but I guess he actually kind of did. And he has a new film out called You Cannot Kill David Arquette. I'm going to say David Arquette probably about 2,000 more times. So what I didn't realize, and you can hear more about this in the review of the film from early in the week, but David Arquette in 2000 won the World Heavyweight Championship title from the WCW, which is a kind of competitor at the time to WWE, or I think it was probably even WWF at the time. Basically, he won a wrestling title. Wrestling fans did not take it well. It had a huge butterfly effect on his career. And so this documentary, and yes, it's a documentary, it follows the fallout of that and then his road to redemption. And I had a wonderful time talking to David. We bonded over our love of puppets. This is a strange one to have as a podcast because there's a lot of visual elements to it. So I highly recommend you check out the actual video for this on YouTube. But David Arquette, just a wonderful person. You Cannot Kill David Arquette is available for purchase in home. And I highly recommend checking it out and listening to the full review. So here we go with We're Interviewing Who? We're interviewing David Arquette. If you could pick one wrestling move to describe yourself as, what would it be and why? Uh, figure four leg lock. It's Ric Flair's big move. I would say it's me because it's a wrestling move. You can put it in place, but it's a shoot move, which means that you could really hurt somebody's legs if you applied pressure. So <laughs> I guess I don't know why. <laughs> it's also the first move I ever learned. And, uh, it's just a fun move to do, too. Is there a move that you'd like to master that you haven't already? Or is that it? <laughs> no, a corkscrew. There's a, there's a way of jumping, and then you could twist your body in a corkscrew. So that would be good. I tried to do a power bomb. It's pretty tough, and you don't want to hurt somebody. So depends on who you're doing it with. But a power bomb's another good one. Logistically or emotionally, what do you think the most challenging scene was? I guess, I suppose in retrospect, right? Because you're living through the whole actual thing. Uh, the time period after uh, the death match was really difficult, just personally and, and just in general. That was a really, just a tough time losing a dear friend. And uh, and then just, you know, have the lingering pain and all the stuff that comes along with wrestling. Would you say that that backyard is the strangest place you filmed anything ever in? <laughs> <laughs> no, probably the streets of Tijuana were crazier than that. But uh, what was the? Uh, I, I, no, I've filmed in some really crazy places. I've I've filmed some wild places. Bulgaria is a really interesting country to film in. Beautiful country, but wild. probably less set safety rules. I'm guessing about as many set safety rules as a backyard wrestling match. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, so I think one of the things that I, I'm not, you know, a huge, you know, I'm not well familiar with the wrestling world. I have like a pop culture knowledge of it. But I think the thing I've noticed about wrestling fans is that there's, um, you know, there's a kind of a blending of where narrative and fiction and then reality meet. And like, there's a kind of a challenge and they get very enamored of it. And like that kind of suspension of disbelief. I guess there's an entire term for it, like kayfabe something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I loved about this documentary is like, I got wrapped up in that for this, right? I was like, I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not. I don't know how much of this is planned. I don't know. So I would, I would love to know like how this got started. How did you meet the directors? Yeah, totally. I, um, I went 
my wife, I came out of a, a surgery for getting stents in my heart. And I was like, to my wife, I was like, I've been thinking about wrestling a lot. She's like, what are you talking about? She thought I was going crazy. And I was like, no, this wrestling, I just really have to like address this. And she just didn't know what to do with me. So I went to my friend Bryn Muser at XTR and he got it. He, he understood that it would be an amazing adventure. And then Christina got on board and she's the real champion of this whole thing. She deserves the belt. She deserves the win. She really, you know, is the one who put, this whole film is a reality because of her. Uh, and then through Bryn, uh, I met David Darg, who's Bryn's best friend, and Price James, who, who's his, his other best friend. And David Darg and, Jay, and Price James loved wrestling as kids, and they always joked around. So we want, knew we wanted to start from the bottom and sort of like the backyard wrestling all the way up through, you know, uh, the independent circuit. But I didn't want to know anything about, you know, where, where we were going or what I, we showed up on the streets of Tijuana. I had no idea that people even did that. So it was a real adventure the whole time. Though. Were there any points where you're just like, this might be too much? Or was it just like, I'm 100% in, like, we got to do this thing through and through? David Darg was in town the night of the death match. And that wasn't scheduled for us to be filming. But I was like, are you, I, I found out he was in town. I was like, you might want to come to the show tonight. It's going to be pretty crazy. And, uh, and it was at that point that <laughs> sort of midway through that match, I, I, I thought exactly what you said. What am I doing here? I think I've gone too far. I mean, you weren't wrong. He should have dropped by. It was, you, your instincts were absolutely correct. <laughs> yeah, I, but it's funny too, because almost after every match in wrestling, I'm like, ugh. I could never do this again. It's, I love it with all my heart, but it's so painful. And it's, you know, it's the kind of things that just hurts for weeks or months after. Yeah, any, I feel like any athletic endeavor, right? Like the things worth doing, you're like, oh, I really hurt today. Like, I guess I did yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Not a healthy necessarily place to come from, but that's where I come from with it, yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah, totally. Um, Given how many wrestlers have crossed over into kind of like mainstream acting, you know, like especially today, you know, we've got Dave Batista, The Rock is now the biggest, highest paid, whatever. Do you think if an actor were to win a championship belt today, you know, do we think it would be met with the same kind of reaction from fans or do we think it would be more welcomed? Well, the fact that I was an actor, but I wasn't trained and I hadn't put in the time or paid my dues is really what upset everyone. Steve Amell is is amazing actor who's also loves wrestling. So like if he were to like he's, his next shows about wrestling, if he were to kind of go up in the in the business and then start wrestling, I mean, and do a proper independent circuit or whatever, I think people would would uh, embrace him with open arms. Do you think the non wrestling community would like would it, it would bring people to? Like non-wrestlers to wrestling, possibly? <laughs> like a reverse I, kind of effect? I think so. It's one of the hopes of this movie. I did want to make a love letter to wrestling, and I wanted to try to get people to understand what it was. That it's this, like, soap opera with violence that you can kind of follow these characters. You watch it for a couple of weeks, and then you pick the characters you like, and then you kind of cheer for them and follow them, and you find the people you don't like and you boo for them. And that's the whole idea of people can kind of come aboard. But I think people would. I, I think a lot of people are really quick to write wrestling off as like something I watched as a kid or, 
you know, it's not real or whatever it is. And there's so much more going on there. It's really hard what they do. Even just doing the promos, like you'd think like, I've been acting for 30 years, I could do a promo, but there's all kinds of stuff you have to do. Like, like it's like wrestling somebody that you really like and you have to hit them in the face. Like for me, that was really hard to get past. Like, I like you, I don't want to hurt you. You know right. what I mean? But you, you don't want to hurt them and you don't, you know, you learn ways to, you know, do it properly. But it's a strange thing to, to be like, uh, I, I love you. And this that. is how I'm going to show I love you by hitting you in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I like, again, as somebody who wasn't super well-versed in wrestling, like, I was like, oh, I get it. Like you said, I was like, it's a soap opera or any dramatic show, right? Like any serial thing that you follow, like I totally understood. Um, I'm going to change gears a tiny bit. So you have something right behind you. I, ha I have to ask, like, I, I used to work at Sesame Workshop. So like puppets are huge for me. Yeah. Oh what God. is your, what is your most prized puppet? Like, <laughs> well, it'd have to be this guy. Hey, hey, this is Harley Weaver. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. What are you doing? Just a little Zoom call here. Wow, that's fantastic. All right, buddy. Your, yeah, your this is my ventriloquism is very impressive. Like, it's super. Like, I've met, you <laughs> thank know. You. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, this is Harley Weaver. My grandfather le left him to me. He's got really small hands. Yes. <laughs> He's still super, like, well-oiled and operational. I'm very impressed. Yeah, he's, he's really special. Um, I, think I, I think I will end on, um, how do you define personal success now, and how has that changed from in the past? Is she asking me or you? <laughs> both, <laughs> both of you, both of you. Okay. <laughs> well, my professional, uh, I just kind of sit around, <laughs> collected dust. No, um, I don't know. I, uh... This is the best. Thank you. Thank you for this. the highlight of. <laughs> oh, good. Especially if you worked at those Sesame Street, the Henson people are the, just the greatest. I don't know. I want to just do things that I love, that are working with people that I really enjoy. I just, uh, I don't know how to set some like, with sweet and people trying to do their thing, but I don't know. It's, uh, I don't, I just want to find the right projects. It's really it's good. Like I'm getting the films getting good reviews and like, it's really exciting, but there's been years of like bad reviews or not getting reviewed at all or not being good stuff. So it's kind of like, it gives you perspective that it's really special to feel that way, but it's really more so about like how you spend your day all the time, like who you surround yourself with the kind of projects you do. Like, I read, like one of the ideas was price James, one of the directors, he's like, I'm going to get you a, action movie after this night and uh and i was like uh i i got offered one and i read it and it's just like guns and and it's really like like cool fun like in a way but i don't know i i don't know if i want to just go back into all that but then again you know i love crazy movies like Silence of the Lambs or something like that. I don't know. I don't I mean, know what I want to do. Look, I'm seeing a puppetry script in the future, like something puppetry driven. Yeah, I would, yeah. I like watching you, you had the marionette skills down too, like. <laughs> yeah, that was really fun because that was right before we did this marionette thing at Bob Baker's that night. And I just brought all those things there and it was like, it wasn't nothing, you know, we didn't write any of that out. It was just uh, really It fun. was what it was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Congrats on the film. I'll say bye to all three of you since you have somebody behind you too. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye. Have a good one. Bye.